the barefoot hunter because statistics are the best. The barefoot hunter because you've done it for the Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host this evening, the Modler, and the Stats Man is with us as well. And uh, we, <laughs> as you know, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 AFL and NRL season. And Modler, with the change to the programming, almost stuffed our own intro, um, but it's good to have you back with us. Good to be here. What was the old saying? A week's uh, a week's a long time in football. So when you've got a almost a week of football, it doesn't leave much time to update models and look at ins and outs. And um, seems the uh, the six days of footy has got the better of the better of the Pope. And I'm very interested to hear uh, the fly the drive by from Statsman what he's got to say. Seeing as he's copped it the last few weeks. No Pope with us, but fantastic to have the Statsman. I uh, yeah I do cop it from the from the uh, Pope pretty regularly uh, and, and probably fair enough there, there have been some laid outs at times but uh, at least I have the guts to front up to the group and, and put it in the group chat. Uh, we only found out the Pope uh, wasn't wasn't doing the show when Mug you let us know five minutes ago. Uh, the Pope has gone very covert in that one. So a little 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 private message just to say that he's feeling a bit ill. Uh, that he, that he, that he <laughs> he's gone ill. Got a got a sniffle. Uh, he reckons the Pope. He's like the. Uh, that the second half Titans modeler just hasn't shown up. No, no, yeah. The less the less said about that, the better. Well, I'm sure that'll that'll squeak in a bad beat, so I can't imagine. Well, it was a pretty lackluster round of AFL, probably until Monday night and uh Tuesday. The Anzac uh you know, the Anzac period, I guess that Monday, Tuesday, um was was terrific. I went there myself on Monday night, as I do most years. I try and get along to that game. I really enjoy that Monday night uh, atmosphere and that Monday night game. Uh, it's a really special uh, event to be there. I've I've never been to a proper Anzac Day match myself. It's always pretty difficult to get to those, but um, but yeah, great to be there on the Monday. And then of course that's been a, a fantastic uh, game on the Tuesday as well. Was yeah, I was I was there Monday night as well. I thought yeah, it was a pretty good game for probably three quarters, and then and then dropped off. Uh, and yeah, Anzac Day was was a great contest. You you know the Pies are never out of it um, when they're down at three quarter time. I think they were six bucks plus on and Betfair at um at three quarter time, and I was probably too heavily invested to to go again, but it was tempting. Yeah, and um, what what did that price out? Because that's been what was the what was the uh, margin at three quarter time? I think it was twenty eight. 28 was, points, yeah. And I'd still, still only, I would have thought six bucks is probably a bit skinny too. I probably should be a bit bigger than that, you would think. Yeah, it's probably just the pies. Um, yeah. You know, the, their stats is something like being, uh, and the stats man knows his stats. They're, um, I think they're eight from the last 11 uh, that, that they've been behind at three quarter time they've won. It's insane. Yeah, just amazing result. And, um, geez, the Essendon supporters would be just about you know, going to bed at night, rocking backwards and forwards uh, after doing it again, you know, after that game last year with uh, Elliot, and now they've just given up that one again. So that was just, God, they just handed that to them, didn't they? Yeah. Like, did they, I don't know if they handed it to them. Um, like it was, it was impressive from the points up. Geez, you gotta be, you gotta be thinking you're going to take that home, aren't you? 28 points, but mm, five goal margin. They don't get overhauled too often, especially at three quarter time. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a fair shout. Um, I, I guess it wasn't surprising when it happened, but uh, but yeah, at three quarter time, you'd be you'd be pretty confident. It hopefully is an Essendon fan. <laughs> and uh, Modler over in the um, in the NRL, mate. What was happening over there? Yeah, it kicked off quite well on the uh, Thursday night. The Rabbitohs uh, beating the two-time premiers and the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, two other close games over the weekend. The Cowboys and the Knights played a bit of a seesawing battle. The Cowboys ended up. Hitting them by two, uh, as we've mentioned before. Yeah, the Dolphins getting over the Titans by yeah, the same scoreline, and then uh, a one pointer in the Roosters Dragons game uh, yesterday as well. So, quite mate, you might you might as well take us through the betting review. So, uh, out of you know, what were we on? I think yourself and Pope uh, had a pretty much an identical set. I think there was the five games there. What were we putting up, and and how did you go? Yeah, it was a pretty good one in the league. So, yeah, as mentioned on the Thursday night, we both. Uh, aligned on South uh, at, a, at a decent price, two seventy at the time, I think it was. Uh, I think I had a half play on Parrot against the Broncos. Uh, didn't really get close there. 
Yeah. Um, and then yeah, the uh, the Titans uh, blowing that twenty six nil lead against the Dolphins. Um, slight underdogs there, Unreal. so it would have been nice to have a fill up there. I've mentioned the Tigers uh, line; they managed to cover against Manly, and I think I might have mentioned a, a half play on the. Uh, the line or, or the 12 and a half uh, on the storm against Warriors, which didn't quite get up in the end. Yep. Okay. And uh, and I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was that one you guys were opposed in? I, I thought the Pope was fancying the Warriors there, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah. 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 So the Pope, um, and if I'm not mistaken, Modler, that Titans line, I think, was two and a half. So I think the Pope might have snuck in on that one as well. So I think the Pope's uh, pretty much gone uh, four and one there. So he's had a yeah. decent uh, he's had a decent weekend. Um, for the AFL stats, man, I wasn't really putting up um, a lot uh, last week. There was that early one that I, I put out to the subscribers for Gold Coast. Uh, we took that at like minus 13, minus 14, minus 15. And, um, and I think that jumped at 30. 0.5 perhaps or 29 so that was a fair go uh and um and then the same thing with the saints we took the early price uh on the saints the plus six and a half plus five and a half and we pretty much flipped that market i think or maybe three and a half four and a half at the jump and um and that was a um that was a good one didn't get the 40 plus i was, I was keen on the 40 plus there as well um saints maybe just parked i think ross said they went into a bit of just uh um, shut down mode a little bit in that sort of last quarter and maybe miss some opportunities as well, but um, still happy to um, to get that one away. Uh, that was a good result. Doesn't uh, doesn't sound like Ross Lyon shut down mode. <laughs> yeah, usually four yeah. quarters of that. Yeah, well, you got you got to you got to give it to the Saints. Like they've been they've had the foot foot to the pedal to the metal of you know pretty heavily um, for most of the, most games most most of the time this year. So they they're going all right. Um, for yourself, Modlo, I know you were opposing me um, in that um, Carlton Saints game, but what, what were the other ones that you had there? Yeah, so on the, uh, what was it, the Thursday night now, I, I had a play on the Doggies, a slight one I had them. That's right, yep, Doggies, and, and Statsman, you were involved in that as well, you were putting up the Dogs? Yeah, yeah, I like the Dogs there as well. Yep. yep. Uh, and otherwise, yeah, Geelong, I fancied, I think I mentioned taking the line yes. there, and they, they that was an easy one against the Jeez. Swans. Uh, yeah, Carlton has mentioned no good. Um, and I've mentioned Richmond, but only if uh, Maxi didn't end up playing and he did, so no bet for me there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the Bombers I fancied as well. Um, uh, would have been good to get the win, but um, I'll take the 13 and a half that they just managed to cover if you happen to jump on that around potty time. I think there was a flip between 12 and a half and 13 and a half, so hopefully yeah. you got the better line. And yourself, Statsman, you know, you're quite keen on the pies as well and, and probably similar thing, depending on what line you, you fell into there, um, whether being, whether you got the chocolates or not. Yeah, or, or if you, in my case, I, I think I, I forgot to back it and then uh, and then the game had started. So I managed to get some head back to head, live. but yeah. I was, yeah, so I was pretty lucky. I, that probably didn't deserve to win. Um, but uh, yeah, so again, yeah, depending on what line you took, um, yeah. pro- probably if you took the line, you would have lost. I think, I don't know if I saw it get to, 12 and a half, but, but it might have somewhere. Yeah. Oh, and I, I took a little bit of 40 plus on the D's, which obviously uh, didn't, um, I put that on Twitter um, that I took a little bit of that, but um, that didn't come up. But, uh, but I think all in all, um, if you sort of had to sort of listen carefully to what we were talking about uh, last weekend across the group between Modler, Statsman, myself and, uh, and Pope, uh, I think you would have found your way into some money. So hopefully that's what the punters did. I know, I think Brendo, who's a, uh, long-time listener and supporter of the show. Um, he um, he was given the the green ticks and the thumbs up for another successful barefoot round. So uh, hopefully some other punters uh, fell into some good bets um, from that as well. Um, boys, did we see any bad beats out there? I did. I did see some. Luckily, I uh, wasn't victim to them this week. But the, I thought the total in the uh, in the Saints game. Uh, watching that, it just it just felt high scoring all throughout. And uh, as you said, the, uh, they put the queue in the rack, and there were no goals in I think the last eighteen minutes countdown, which is pretty absurd. Um, so that one, uh, yeah, if you're on, I think I still think it missed by two goals or so. But if you you would have been pretty um, after those early two goals in the last quarter, you would have been counting your money if you're on that. So that that was probably the main one that stood out for me. Modler. 
Yeah, a couple we've spoken to, I guess, pretty much already, but across both codes, the Titans won when they were 26 nil up. Um, I'd hazard a guess they would have been triple figures to to uh, to win that one, the Dolphins. So no good there. And again, as we mentioned, yeah, flip between the two and a half and the one and a half line too. So if you happen to get the worst of those lines, it was definitely a, a definitely a bad beat there. And then similar story, I guess, yesterday at the Anzac Day clash. Um, yeah, what was it, 28 at three-quarter time, as we mentioned. If you happen to get the 12 and a half, I think I saw a tab with 12 and a half uh, the day before the game. So if you happen to fall into that one, definitely a bad beat with that goal on the, uh, at the end of the game there, covering that yeah. one. So. It looked like the game looked like they were just going to sort of chip it around backwards and forwards, and then they just found a bit of uh, green grass and and got that one over the top. And you, you would have just been, like if you're on the wrong side of that line and you saw that twenty eight points up, that's like that's remote through the telly sort of stuff. That that's that's nasty nasty stuff. Is that what Pope did? Is that uh is that why he's not on today? <laughs> yeah, the computer's gone. Um, I think um, depending on where you. Where you sat on uh, the Monday night uh, with those lines as well. I mean, it would have been. I think you would have been pretty fortunate if you're a linebacker from Melbourne, and it covered. Uh, I don't think Melbourne ever really looked like covering in that game, but they sort of just nosed ahead late. Um, but then Richmond got one back. Dusty sort of tried to uh, wind back the clock uh, for the first time probably in that night and uh, and just stepped around and put that goal through, you know, about 40, 50 seconds to go. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe that one. And I think the total there as well uh, might have just just missed also by about half a point. I know a uh, um, good friend of the program, Joel's Picks, uh, he was um, – and he runs his own subscribing service as well. So if you're interested in his stuff, get over there. Um I think he, does he go under gorilla tips? I think that might be his uh, handle. Anyway, I'll check. I'll check that. Um, but yeah, he messy. I'm pretty sure he missed that by the hook. So he was a bit bit dirty on that one. Uh, on that. So there's a few bad beats. Ween dog. Uh, Ween dog. Who's a, a good f- friend of the program, long time listener. Uh, he was on Langford to kick four, and um, it's not a bad get that he got three and and gave one away. So. Uh, at thirty bucks, um, that would have been a nice little little collect for Wean Dog. So bad luck, Wean Dog. Um, but good bet, good bet, beat. Uh, I'd say there. So bad luck, mate. Um, so that's bad beats done, boys. Are we ready to get in and talk some games? Are we ever? All right, let's uh, let's have a look. I'll uh, I'll tee them up for you to uh, to get us going, uh, stats man, and uh, and then I can come back with a bit of support or retort and. Um, <laughs> And we'll get the get the modelers view as well. Um, so, boy, is that a, is that a new segment uh, we can run with? We've got the <laughs> editorials, we've got support or retort, <laughs> support or retort. I like it. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, enough of the tomfoolery stats, man. Let's get serious. Um, Friday nights. We're stuck on this for a while now. Friday nights. Um, is that Marvel Stadium? Should be. Well, I priced that up correctly. For some reason, I, I thought I might have had that. Uh, I hope I've done that right. Uh, no, I have. Okay, just 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 checking there, stats man. <laughs> I thought for a minute. I thought for a minute I got the the games around the the, the ground around the, around the wrong way. But the I, uh, the, the tomfoolery <laughs> was going a bit better, I think, Mark. Yeah. To that. <laughs> um, Friday, Marvel Stadium, seven fifty. Saints versus Port. In Melbourne at Marvel Stadium, uh, the mug has priced it correctly. Uh, but stats band, let's have a look and see what uh, Toppy has priced it up at. Um, One forty-eight, the Saints. Two fifty-five, the Power. The line is they've just eased that one out to twelve and a half. Um, well, maybe that's where it. No, it's been solid at twelve and a half. Okay, um, stats band, how do you view it? I uh, yeah, I like the Saints here. Um, Ross the boss has definitely uh, got them going pretty well. And Port, Port are just one of those teams for me that away from home they can implode. I'm still, you know, at home I think they're reasonably strong, but uh, you get them on the road. Um, I think the Saints may, oh sorry, the Port, Port lose a few players, Jonas and Marshall, um, which are pretty big outs potentially um, in the spine. So. For me, yeah, 16 and a half is what I made it. Uh, so it's not a huge lean, but uh, yeah, small bet probably to the Saints there for me. Yeah, and, and probably and probably I'll go 40 plus in that one. I think that could be, yep. uh, that's got the potential to be a blowout as well. 
Yeah. Okay. Nice stats, man. Yeah. I think we might, Charlie might come back into that team two stats, man. So maybe Marshall out Charlie in. Um, so that maybe balances them a little bit, but, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably with you here stats, man. I, I, I'm sort of pretty close to market, but I can see myself falling into this um, for that reason that you mentioned, you know, just Port Adelaide, you know, they haven't got a great track, track record of performance away from home and, uh, and the Saints, let's face it, the Saints, are going really good you know they they are very hard to play against and um you know i think they'll uh they'll they'll give port a bit of curry uh there at marvel stadium and i think you'll see a pretty big passionate saints showing on friday night uh at marvel stadium so there'll be plenty of hometown support i think here for the saints so um the boys are fairly aligned there modler what does the computer spit out yeah at the moment it's it's Going to sit on the fence here. It's got uh, the Saints about a dollar fifty-five, so not uh, not short enough to play at that dollar forty-eight. But it's probably, as far as the model's concerned, at least a good sign because it's it's, it's probably potted Saints at the price most of this year. So it seems to at least have uh, picked up and, and sort of hit the middle with them now. Okay, um, so stats man, and um, and I'm supporting cast uh so next game stats man we've got we go up to the gabba so we head north on the saturday early game 145 lions uh hosting Fremantle. so the big trip for the dockers to get across there um we got this one here this one actually opened up a bit bigger uh stats man but it's uh now brisbane lions head to head dollar 11 and uh frio six bucks and that line now thirty six and a half a dollar ninety five Brizzy and uh, and Frio thirty six and a half a dollar eighty. So um, they're preferring the uh, the plus at the moment, Toppy. Yeah, the um, the subscribers to the Sunday email really getting their their uh, value for money lately, Mug. It's uh, I think you're on this at early forties and into yeah, yeah mid thirties. Forty two. Uh, it it came up at, and I think there's a the. Toppy is sort of, I think, saying that that might be that might tick down to thirty five pretty easily. I think by the way that they're pricing it, um, and I think there might be some thirty fours out there at the moment. So we've seen a bit of bit of movement there. But Statsman, that's line movement. I want to know what you see. I yeah, I like it at the so I make it thirty two. So at thirty thirty six, which I think is still around, I I could back it. Um, again, there's just. Very little upside taking that minus. I know Freo have been smashed a lot, but they've still got good players in there. And eventually I expect them to, to kick in the gear a little bit. Um, it is a bit of a gamble, but yeah, I make it 32. So I'm not rushing into the plus, but it's probably a head-to-head play more than a plus play for me. Um, betting on that, you know, Freo do get a little bit better and, and play a good game, which they're capable of doing. Uh, rather than sort of hoping that their median result covers the line, which which I think is probably less likely. So um, yeah, looking for a bit more of a high variance result. So maybe um, Freya to win, or or yeah, a smaller plus even could be a play. Like a try bet fifteen and a half or something like that, or yeah, maybe not try bet. I don't want those uh, three way um, markets, but yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, like a pick your line right. or something like line. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, and for myself, um, Statsman, that's interesting that you say that you had it at thirty two uh, because I'm at thirty one. So, you know, and and for the listeners' um, benefit, I mean, we we Statsman, we have no communication around how we're making our lines or or how we're pricing up these games. Um, so, you know, the fact that we're pretty pretty close together, I hope, is interesting for the listeners um, to hear that. Um, yeah, I'm at 31, the 42 and a half, just too big. I, I, I made a note uh, just here in my spreadsheet at, at the 42. I just had written beside it, silly number. You know, that's 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 not right. And, um, you know, I think I think that's, I don't know, Statsman, you know, coming from the um, the bookmaker side of you, is it a, a ploy or is it a practice sometimes that the bookmakers maybe, I don't know, not that they don't know what to do with the market, but they just think, let's just throw this up and see if anyone is happy enough to take it at the big number. And if people start chipping away at it, we'll wind it in pretty quick. But is that sort of a, a bit of a strategy that some some bookies might employ? Uh, yeah. To, like to you, suck a few into the big the big minus? I, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's to, to suck people in, but it definitely is something that's done to protect liabilities. So I think I hope everyone probably knows that, you know, markets are a combination of what the price 
you know, probably should be based on models and, and opinions and things like that, but also weight of money. Um, so you see yeah. a really good example of weight of money uh, was that Mayweather McGregor fight, you know, yeah. five years ago when Mayweather was a dollar twenty eight. That's because everyone under the sun was backing um, McGregor, yeah. but in reality, that price is a dollar ten or, or something, whatever it is. I don't, yeah. I'm not a boxing expert, yeah. but all the boxing experts had it much shorter. So that's a really good example where a market can be propped up by weight of money when the price is kind of wrong, and you're more likely to see that five days out from a game when you know there might be Brisbane might be smashing a team, everyone starts backing the minus. So. Yeah bookies are going to move it further that way. And and that's probably what leads to that price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Modler, how do you have this one? Yeah. Again, no play for me here. I've got Freo right on $6. Um, I haven't really plugged anyone in or out for either team. I'd see Swakowski, Chapman and possibly Fife could come back in for Freo. So if, if a couple of those did come in, I'd probably lean on Freo's side. Um, yeah. So probably one of the teams for me to wait and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, and look, I think this is one maybe where it doesn't get like doesn't get much lower just because of that weight of money statsman. I have a feeling that the punters are just going to want to be on Brisbane here. Um, so that number, I don't know, might might get thirty fours, thirty threes, but I'd be surprised if it got down to our number. Um, but who knows? Sometimes you. You don't quite know where these things are going to go, but we got a nice little gap there at the moment, uh, regardless. Yeah, I don't see it going the other way. Like, yeah, where it settles is hard to say, but I can't. I re, I'd be very surprised if it ever moves back. If it start of... bouncing up higher, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, boys. Uh, Saturday SCG uh, battle of the bridge two ten uh, Swans hosting the Giants. Um, Swannies here. There's a bit of a uh, bit of moving parts here, stats, stats man. But I'll give you the first crack, my friend. Uh, the Swans are. Let's just check this pricing with uh, topsport.com.au. And all of our prices, Statsman and Modler, this evening are coming to you from Topsport. They sponsor the show. Uh, fantastic uh, Australian bookie. They've been in the caper for over 30 years. Excellent customer service. If you're ever in a jam, uh, Topsport are one of the best to deal with because uh, you speak to a real person who knows punting and um, and more often than not, they'll uh, they'll help you out. And uh, they look after the show, Statsman, so we look after them and they're, uh, we think they're great. Um, Statsman, going back to this one, uh, I've got to turn off this uh, screensaver because it keeps uh, dropping out on me. Uh, Swans, short here, Statsman, $1.21, uh, GWS, $4.10. And we've got a 25.5 line there. Um, can you fall either way here? Early early on, I was Giants lean. Um, but like, the, yeah, moving parts, as you said, which are always, they always make it tough. And Taylor is so big for, for the Giants. I believe he's out, um, Wardy out. Tom Green's a huge in. And then Sydney are very depleted. So there's a lot. And Sydney coming off a huge loss. They're a really proud club. And, and Longmire gets them up. So they're going to look to bounce back. I don't rate the Giants. I'm not sure what Sydney are producing. I, like, if I'm betting, it'd be GWS. I'm pretty, I'm leaning towards staying out of it at this stage, though. Yeah, Modler, um, for yourself, I don't know if you picked up on much injury sort of news there that you're uh, seeing on the on the sites that you look at. Yeah, just those ones that um, Statsman mentioned, Taylor and Ward out and uh, Green in. So with those plugs in and out. Uh, I've got GWS at three twenty-five, so a decent bit shorter than the four ten there at Toppy. So yep. I'll uh, probably get involved there more on the line at this stage, twenty-five and a half, and and a bit on the uh, four ten as well. Okay. Um, and I guess the the other thing there for Sydney is potentially I don't know if you read much Modler, but potentially McCartan coming um, of the Tom variety, McCartan coming back. Maybe Hickey, maybe Buddy, maybe Rampy. I don't know if they're, or is that just uh, a bit of? Yeah, I think uh, I think I heard Longmire was sort of underplaying those a lot of those okay. ones back in. So I mean, yeah. how much of it's you know smoke and mirrors? You don't know. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not sure at this stage. Yeah, I'll probably have to wait for teams here myself, stats man. I think, you know, with those players, ins and outs, Taylor, as you mentioned, uh, and then those ones for for um, Sydney uh, potentially coming in, I'll probably just have to uh, stay away at this point in time. Uh, so no betting for myself there. Um, 
Interesting little uh, clash we've got here on the Saturday night. I might, well, no, Saturday evening, uh, Twilight game. Uh, Saturday Marvel, uh, Twilight, 4.35. Dogs taking on the Hawks. Um, this is, um, I might even find myself away. Uh, I might find myself at this one, Statsman, uh, cheering on the uh, cheering on the Hawks. Um, I'm not going to find the prices there. Let's go back here. Geez, anyone you think Pope was running the technology tonight? Um, <laughs> the the dogs a dollar nineteen. Uh, the Hawks four forty. Um, Modler, I might go to you first. We got the line at twenty eight and a half. How do you see this one? Yeah, again, that bit for me here. I'm close on the Hawks price. At, I've got the uh, well, the model's got it, them at four fifty. So close, close to betting on them at four forty. But at this stage, uh, no play for me. And uh, yourself, Statsman. Yeah, I'm pretty bang on uh, market here. So, um, yeah, I, I don't have much to add to this game. For for the least wins bet we had last week, I, I was shattered Hawthorne couldn't get over the line against Adelaide last week. And hopefully they do here, but, yeah, I, I don't make it a bet. Yeah, um, I, I do, actually, Statsman. I'm, and my I think I said on last week's show, my numbers on the Hawks have been, like, I've been considerably off the market um, most of the year with Hawthorne and, uh, and I was considerably off last week and, um, and I didn't pull the trigger. Uh, I was a bit, bit, uh, bit nervous. Um, but with some good stock potentially coming back in for the Hawks this week, um, Scrimshaw, uh, probably comes in. I don't know, Modler, if you can support me on any of this, but Scrimshaw potentially coming in. Lewis. Scrimshaw, Scrimshaw played, didn't he? Oh, I thought I thought I read Scrimshaw coming in. I thought he was maybe he was sub. He, I'm sure. He, I sh- uh, I'm sure, yeah. he kicked a goal. Sorry, unless I've got that wrong, stats man. Let me just check that. Uh, Scrimshaw in the lineup last week. I've just. Oh, uh, yep, you're right. I don't know where I got that mail from. Um, okay, maybe I just made an error there in my uh, list. Well, if he's still in, stats man, that's good. I'm happy with that. Um, so that's uh, so that's good. Um, and I better just make sure I've got those other ones correct then too. The boy day. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he's coming yeah. in. Yeah, so yeah, so young young day will come back in. Maybe Lewis. Um, but the big one, boys, is uh, Libba Libba out for the dogs. I just think that's huge. Um, I think uh, he's really important. I sort of have him up there in that sort of Taylor Adams, you know, sort of class in terms of. You know, maybe a bit of an unsung hero, but really, I think really spiritually important to the team. And, um, you know, just that hard in and under type of player. I think one thing about Libba that he doesn't get a lot of, you know, people think of him as this sort of tough and mongrelly sort of player. He uses the ball so well, Libba. He, he's a really good user of the footy. Uh, I, I think he's a big out for them. And, um yeah, I'm considerably lower than the number. Really like the 32 and a half. I'd still be happy to back it now, uh, Statsman. So I'm, I'm backing the Hawks. Very nice. Um, next game, MCG, uh, Saturday nights, 7.25, Melbourne looking to destroy North Melbourne uh, here. it's uh, We've got a big one on our hands here, boys. Um we're talking 44s and uh it's probably not even much uh much point talking uh head to heads but it's a dollar 06 and 8 bucks uh stats man can you come at the big number can't can't touch the uh the line there again the head to head like i don't i don't think melbourne have been going quite that well like against richmond they weren't that impressive and north to me like under clarko they, there's a bit more capability for them to lift um for the odd game here and there so if you wanted to bet, um, I'd be betting head to head, but I don't think I will be. Modler, we spoke about the betting the big number last week. Uh, is it something that you can do in this situation? No, I'm uh, right on the fence here. I've got what the D's at a dollar twelve and North at nine, just over nine dollars. So nowhere close to having a bet on either side of the stage. Yeah, and guys, I'm I'm forty one, uh, and then Simpkin comes in. He's got to be worth uh, probably three for him, uh, so that probably that take you know that takes me up to market. Uh, um, so, ah, uh, sorry, sorry, I got that around the wrong way. So it takes him back. So if anything, I'm probably uh, I'm probably um, a little bit less than that forty four, but don't have a lot of big interest in back in the plus here. And um, 
Yeah, it's not a game I'm real. <laughs> I've spent too much time looking at all of that. I'm really interested in, to be honest. So, I think I'll, uh, I think I'll just give that one a miss. We um, might, um, we might need to take a break for some concussion protocols here. <laughs> <laughs> no, just at, that's just the dyslexia kicking in, stats man. I just looked at my number, looked at my number around the wrong way. Um, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll get along. I haven't even had a can tonight. Usually, I crack a can too with the show, but uh, haven't, uh, haven't done that either. Um. Eagles versus Carlton over in the West, uh, Statsman. And uh, Blues going terrible. Well, I don't know. It depends which school you go to. But uh, Blues are struggling a little bit. And, um, and mate, we've got uh, a depleted Eagles uh, hosting them. Four bucks, the Eagles at home. $1.22, the Blues. Um, 26 and a half, the line. Uh, how do you see it? It's uh yeah, it's no bet for me. Like I'm still wary of the Eagles. I, I'm with you on Carlton. Like I don't think they're going that well. Um, but I do think they have the cattle to trouble a, a very depleted team. Um, yeah. you know, with the key guys up forward. So this could be a kind of flat track kind of game for Carlton. So yeah, no bet for me. Mudla. Yeah, I've got a slight edge on the Carlton price. I've got them under dollar twenty. Uh it's it's you know, no edge into the dollar twenty two that Toppy has. Um and again, on the line, I'm not real keen to be back in a, a big minus, you know, over over in Perth. So uh, I might leave that one alone as well. Yeah, this one started a little bit bigger, and I thought we might have got some uh, more movement. Um, my number is sitting at twenty, actually, Statsman. So I'm 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 a little bit under the market here. Um, uh, you know, it's it's hard to have a lot of confidence, but. They do grow a leg over there, and uh, and Carlton not not going great. So uh, my preference is probably to be on that you know on, on that bigger number and uh, go the plus if I'm if I'm having a go here. So happy to take that bigger number. Don't think I could fall into something around the mid twenties uh, at the moment, but um, but yeah, happy to be on the larger number. Next game, uh, stats man MCG Essendon versus the Cats, um, and. Uh, do they still call this the country game? Do they still go on with that nonsense, or uh, they wheel out a bale of hay and uh, and a couple of cows or something? Is it is is that still a thing? They might do it for Jeremy Cameron. He's he's as they bang on every week. He's a farmer and a country boy, isn't he? So maybe maybe they just do that to make him feel at home. Yeah, right, um, mate. We've got uh, the the bombers here. Uh, Short, coming off the short break too, which is maybe something to uh, to discuss uh, when we get into it a bit deeper. Two sixty eight here, the bombers, dollar forty four, the cats, and uh, all of a sudden, um, some people think they're back to their premiership best. Let's ask Statsman if he believes that's the case, and can he follow them in on the dollar forty four? Um, yeah, well, to, I think on the on the short break thing, there was some stats floating around. Um, I think from the swamp, the the great man on Twitter. So Swamp Thing, uh, yep. that, yeah, short breaks versus long breaks over a decent sample was 50-50 on who wins. Yeah. So I think that was seven versus five days. Um, that, to me, you know, is pretty indicative. You, there's a lot of other variables that could be involved there, but I, I, I have read a fair bit that that's not as big a factor as um, it's made out to be. So I won't read heaps into that uh, particular element. In terms of the game, like I would lean slightly to Essendon, uh, not a, not a strong view, and yeah, I don't know if I'll be betting. So I think I make it fourteen. It's about what is it, fifteen, sixteen at the moment. Yep. So fifteen, yeah, yep. yeah, slight slight lean at Essendon, but not rushing into it. Yeah, and I'm probably a little bit the same, uh, Statsman. I've got a slight lean to Essendon as well. I am a little bit wary of. I know you say it doesn't mean anything, um, but I'm a bit gun shy about it. You know, coming off such a huge emotional build up and uh and then just that oh you know a bit of let and losing i don't know can they pick themselves up ready to go against what is might be seeming as a pretty big task um uh, against the cats who seem to be back in form i'm not fully on board this cat train i must say i'm not i'm not up the front of the bus yet on the cats i want to still see a little bit more i know they absolutely flogged um sydney there on uh saturday night and if you if you want to find a good way to go poor, just uh, back against the Cats at Cadini Stadium, that's a, that's a good way to do it. Um, but, um, yeah, I think this is another one of these really interesting games to see how this one plays out. Um, Statsman, uh, sorry, Modler, did I get a view from yourself? 
No, I'm, I'm a bit the same as you guys. I've got a slight lean to the Bombers. I've got them just over 260, so uh, into the 268, probably enough for a half stake for me. Merit back in is obviously big in for, that, for them, yep. so, yeah, happy enough with a half stake on the Bombers. Yep, okay. Um, Marvel Stadium, this is another one of these interesting games. Um, Richmond are hosting the Suns, and um, – we got the 17 and a half line here, Statsman, which I feel I, you might have the numbers. I don't. I feel like it's been a pro- prohibitive number uh, for Richmond to cover uh, in years gone by, sort of that three-goal mark. I reckon I'd like to see the numbers on, you know, sort of that two-goal to four-goal range and Richmond's covers. Um, but, uh, mate, we got the, uh, the 17 and a half and the head-to-head uh, $1.38, the tight's pretty short. Mate, can we uh, fall into something here? Yeah, I, I'm not sure on those stats, to be honest. Uh, it's, it's an interesting take. It's very uh, very specific, so, um, yeah, I'm not sure. But I yeah, I like the Tigers here, um, and hmm. I'm sure the listeners will be surprised to hear that. But it's <laughs> uh, I think there's some big changes. So Broad is a massive in, and yep. if he comes in and potentially Soldo giving an experienced ruck would be would be huge. And uh, even bigger is Took Miller True. out for the yeah. Suns. That's yep. that's massive. They um yeah they've had their sort of win at home. Now they're on the road again. Where I think Richmond, you know, they need the win. They're not playing bad like for the most part, not playing bad footy. They took it to Sydney, took it to Melbourne, um, you know, took it recently to Collingwood. So they played some pretty good opposition. Uh, the Tigers and I just think yeah this Marvel doesn't suit them and that's the one thing sort of holding me off having a big crack but yeah I just I just the way it's shaping up I yeah I, I think Richmond um, could get the start they got against the D's and I don't see Gold Coast fighting back the way the D's did so I think I'll be back in the Tigers here not not a huge bet probably just a standard sort of stake on that one yeah, and uh, and I tend to agree, Statsman. I mean, I, I I don't love it. Like, it's not one that's similar to yourself. That I'll be like, you know, this is a three, four unit bet or anything like that. But um, I think for the reasons you mentioned, Took out, Broad in, uh, I think that's pretty big player movement right there in the structure of the game. And, um, yeah, I think it's worth a unit at that uh, 17 and a half. Modler, can you find something? No, I'm right on the Richmond price at $1.30. Seven up, got it. Um, so yeah, no play for me at the moment. Um, I'll watch that one as the week goes on. And uh, last game of the round, uh, to round out our uh, AFL chat, which has been pretty substantial for round seven coming up, is uh, Adelaide Crows hosting the Magpies. 225 here, the Crows, Magpies a dollar 62, and uh, Statsman seven and a half. What are you seeing here? Yeah, the uh, I was similar to you, Mug, last week where I had the Hawks value but was gun-shy about it, not knowing how good Adelaide are. But I, I don't rate Adelaide super high. Like, I've got them rated equal to Richmond, which is, I think, high enough. But um, but I don't have them, you know, as a, as a sort of top eight side, um, which seemingly the market might. They are better at home, obviously, and the Pies still a little bit um, missing players. But, yeah, it's just... For me, it's 12 and a half is, is my line. I'm, I'm liking the pies. Again, it's not one I'm going to launch because Adelaide at home do get an extra leg. They're, they're similar to West Coast to me. They're not a team I like to bet against at home yeah. when they're uh, when they're underdogs um, particularly. But yeah, uh, so I will be back in the pies, but not not too heavily. Yeah, Modler? Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, go the opposite here. I've actually got the Crows at 210. Um so for me at this stage, it's a player at Adelaide at 225. A bit wary. Uh, I went against both of you guys on the pies uh, last week and that went no good. And it looks like the same thing's going to happen here. Um, but there's uh, obviously Adams back in for the pies. Pendles is, uh, there's a bit of a doubt around him with his eye poke, I think he cops. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely keen to, to play at the moment. And, and obviously if Pendles props out, that's a bit of a bit of a bonus uh, on, on the grows. So yeah, that's a play for me on, on Adelaide. Yeah, and interesting, in, interestingly on this one too, this stats, man, I mean, uh, your and my rating on, on this game is almost, I, I'm 12 and a half as well. And again, we didn't speak about this before we came on, on the podcast, but, um, you know, we got the exact same number for this particular game. Adam's, well, Adam's back in, I guess, gets me to my 12 and a half. Um, and I, I, I'm factoring, I'm expecting Pendles to play there, Modler, with my number. So maybe I need to consider that. But um, all, all being considered, um, and I'm happy to sort of let this get closer to game day and let the hype build and 
and and let the uh, let the pot stir over there uh, in Adelaide about how uh, close this game's going to be, and then I think um, come come game day, it's um, it's it's pressing um, black and white buttons uh, on my little Top Sport app here uh, will be the way that I play. Um, uh, it's definitely definitely agree. It's a bet like game. I think it's going to move towards Adelaide um, if it's going to move at all. So yeah, if you're going to back the pies, bet late. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, Modler. I think you were going to say something else there, or. No, no, no. I'm a statsman. You... That, yeah, that was oh, it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, so I, I think, guys, statsman. I think you and I are pretty aligned. Um, so in in the round, um, you've got probably a keener liking to the Saints uh, than I do, but I could see myself um, going that way. I think we both prefer the Frio plus um, there against the Lions. Not much action. Uh, Giant Swans. I like the Hawks. Bit of a no play from you there. Uh, then we skip on down. Uh, I think the three of us have all got a fair, like a bit of a lean to the Bombers, but maybe not pulling the trigger. Um, and then uh, we both like uh, Richmond Statsman um, for for a unit, and uh, and then a bit the same on the Pies. We're opposing Modler um, on uh, the Pies Adelaide one, though. I think Modler, you like the uh, home team there. Did I get that right, boys? Yep, I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right, lads. Well, uh, we better uh we might flip over actually and talk some NRL um model. I know the Pope's not with us today, but your model uh still operating at uh at big pots and um and you've got a couple of games that you want to talk to uh this weekend as well. So I believe modeler the first game that we want to get to is involving the team of Brisbane and if I'm not mistaken, Souths, but let me just get the app up to confirm the top sport app, which is looking sensational after the work that they've done. Uh, over the summertime. Round nine, Modler, NRL. Brisbane Broncos, Friday night, 8 p.m., 2.35 at home, uh, Souths, $1.60, three and a half, the line, bit of juice. What are we talking, Modler? Well, I think uh, when the when I sent these prices around earlier, I was on Souths, but just as I look at those prices now, I see it's, I don't know if there's been some sort of news today, but... Um, yeah, I had a dollar seventy-five earlier today, and it's into a dollar sixty now, which is actually too short for me to play into. So a bit of a bit of a, um, a head fake there. No, no play at this stage. I'm not sure what's happened with that price there, but okay. um, yeah, gonna leave that one alone. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's uh, yeah. Obviously, some NRL news. Um, Manly uh, Gold Coast Titans. Um, Manly dollar forty five here on the Saturday back at Brookvale uh, Modler and uh, two seventy five the Titans. Geez, they'd be flat the Titans uh, surely. And um, Manly uh, scrap pretty scrappy win in the end for them on the weekend Modler. So they'll be good to get back. They'll be glad to get back home. Six and a half the line. Can we get into the home team here, Modler? Yeah, we can. The model is uh, is done with the Titans. It's it's jumped on off them after <laughs> their. Shenanigans last week. Uh, it's going for Manly here. Uh, got them dollar thirty-eight, so into that dollar forty-five. Uh, yeah, it's enough for a play for me. I probably uh, have more on the line than the head-to-head, um, just to get a bit of value about it. But um, yeah, definitely keen on the Seagulls here. Okay, Manly at home. Okay, that's one for the listeners. Uh, take note. Um, and uh, a modeler, I think we've got uh, maybe one more to talk to here. You're interested in the to- in the game the Tigers are participating in. Um, that's on uh, Saturday evening as well. Penrith are hosting the Tigers. Penrith are at Bathurst. I was going to say they're at home, but Bathurst is not their home. I don't think modeler. Dollar um, ten here, the Panthers and Wests seven dollars. And we've got going to have a pretty healthy line here. Uh, we're going to have 18 and a half, which seems big. Uh, Modler, talk to us. Yeah, it's, um, the model's like the Tigers uh, at the price quite a bit this year. It's, it, I think they've covered the last couple at least. Um, and it's it's got them just shorter than the market here at 650 So, yeah, playing into that $7, um, it's probably enough uh, for a half stake for me. And, and obviously with that, Eight and a half to uh, definitely can to get involved with that price. That that sort of uh, bit of insurance over three tries as well. I'm, I'm happy to, to take that. So yeah, eight and uh, a half. Yep. Yeah, on the Tigers there um, yep. at, a, at what's effectively a neutral venue. Okay. And uh, was there any other ones there, Modler, that you had? No, everything else is pretty close to the to the market this week. Um, yeah, hopefully we get some sort of uh, 
communication from Pope during the week, and we can see if we do line up. Uh, yeah. But um, as it stands, that's 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 it for me this week. No, yeah. good mate. I really like that manly number, and uh, the Titans one at, at at a big big line makes a lot of sense uh, as well. Just a question about notice modeler. How are the how's Penrith? traveling like what's the what's the word on the street are they sort of have they dropped off have they lost the fire in the belly or are they still are they still right in it you know neck deep in it yeah it's 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 um it's hard to say and it's obviously still pretty early doors in the season um i think they've sort of the last well when they have one they, they haven't sort of got off the flies they've sort of come home very strong so i don't know if that's kind of the same uh deal here um yeah it's it will be an interesting one to see as as the season goes on what does end up happening with them if teams start to figure out uh you know their, their game style and whatnot but um yeah definitely keen to see what happens with them this year anyway yeah okay and oh, uh go sorry, i got a i've got a nrl one for you there mug i'm just oh, sorry not mug <laughs> you might struggle with this one but uh modeler this is for you um i'm just having a look at the the tab app actually and looking at some of the line pricing um on pick your own line and and one example is they've got gold coast sorry manly minus six and a half dollar 95 minus four and a half is a dollar 80 do you reckon that does that line up with the probabilities um like would you rather be on the dollar 80 or the dollar 95 or uh are they pretty indifferent um like if if i was to you know sit down and do it properly i'd probably end up being on both i'd split you know the bet across both uh, probably would end up having more on the four and a half at the door eighty, um, just because you you've got that you know you don't need to get that converted try and then some uh, to cover. Um, but yeah, it seems it's it's it, that, to be to be fair, it has been a while since I've sort of looked at it in detail, but it, it does seem yeah for two points it does seem quite a short price to, to between the two. But um, yeah, it's been a while since since I've taking a look at that in detail anyway i think on the weekend stats man though a lot of the bookies are because I, I almost did it myself uh for the south's game because i missed i missed the number and um and i think they had that uh five and a half number or maybe trading at about a dollar 73 um versus the dollar 90 at the you know sort of that that higher you know i just over a try um so yeah maybe that dollar 80 is not a, not you know a, not a not a bad number yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, it's always an interesting discussion, that isn't it? What's what's half a point worth? What's a point worth? You know, and you know, I've got no doubt the bookies are taking some juice on on those, you know, on those pick your own lines. You know, so what's it really? What's it really worth? And it's a it's a difficult thing to uh, try and work out. Yeah, you know, I mean, Modler, I'm sure you've got different programs and things that you've that you run in the past or or have run or, or even use at times to to work out that exact number but um yeah it's a little bit tricky yeah it's a bit nuanced in rugby league as well where you've got those key uh key margins of you know six points 12 points those kind of things you know in afl yep. a point's a point near enough whereas um yep. you know in, in rugby league yeah you can get you know between yeah you know four and a half five and a half there's not much change but you know from five and a half to six and a half as you mentioned it's a big, it big be, you number. know 15 20 cent Bit, bit like I guess in the uh in the NFL too, you know, that around three and you know three and seven and and yeah, yeah, all, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um Statsman, um uh, before we wrap up uh tonight, we, we do want to delve into a little bit of uh outright action because I know this is where you do some of your best work and uh and I know you've got a keen eye on this stuff all the time. Mate, what's uh what is catching your eye at the moment? Yes, there's uh, there's some topical ones I think. Um, so I'll talk to the flag first, which which is pretty interesting um, in a in a different way. I think last week um, I was back in the the pies and the d's, which have now shortened up a little bit. I think to me, like the the cats are thereabouts as well, um, obviously, but not attractive at the price for me. But um, but yeah, the pies and the d's. I just think like I probably wouldn't be back in the pies at the current price. The d's, you know, sort of six dollars on Betfair, I could. Um, I just think they're sort of leaping ahead. We backed the dogs as well at fifties, and they're yeah. they're into thirty. Um, and yeah, big win this week would only would only shorten them. Um, there was I reckon there was one more, which actually no, sorry, it wasn't in the flag. So yeah, in terms of the flag, it would be probably Melbourne now. Um, but the Brownlow is another one I wanted to to have a chat about. So I think uh, Nick Dacos is into two fifty at most corporates, and and with Toppy Crazy, as well, isn't it? Very short. Like, um, yeah. 
there's like I can sort of see both sides, and it there's sort of like if there was three fifty out there, I'd probably be tempted. Uh, it does have a little bit of those like uh, Tom Mitchell and Dusty seasons about it, where you know it, it's hard to see not being best on ground in the game almost at the moment. But the flip side to that is the type of possessions he gets a lot of the time. You don't necessarily know he's getting the three the way you did with a Dusty or a Dangerfield in their Brownlow years. So. I yeah I'm probably looking to play around him at the moment. Um, and there's a couple, or there's one particularly that stood out to me today, which was Caleb Sarong. Uh, he's sitting there at around 40s, I think, at Toppy, and he he has been like pretty pretty unreal for Freo this year. They're obviously getting smashed every week. Um, I've looked around a bit, a few quite a few counts have him around eight nine votes, similar to sort of Bonson Pally, who's sitting there at six dollars, I think. Uh, and you know he's he's proven it for a couple of years that he's a good midfielder. It's not a flash in the pan. Uh, and if they start winning some games and he continues with his form, he could start polling. So yeah, when you when you sort of weigh it up, the vote sees on, and I think the consistency he can bring, and the lack of competition. You've got Brayshaw, and that's about it. And he's not playing at the same level as as Sarong at the moment. So yeah, Caleb Sarong at fifties is uh, is one that I'd like to back there as well. Yep. And uh, I think Statsman too, if you're um, betting into this Brownlow market, you'd probably want to be thinking a little bit carefully about which of these guys don't lay many tackles um, because <laughs> there's there's a strong, you know, if you're, you're going to be taking the short price favourites, you know, aggressive midfielders, maybe like an Oliver or Petrarca doesn't lay too many tackles, but um, yeah, you probably want those blokes that don't get their hands dirty too much because the chances are, um, being in the middle of the ground, if you're quite aggressive about the way you go about it, you could uh, easily find yourself on the wrong side of the law and um, and miss your money uh, completely. So I don't know if that's something that the listeners have thought of or, or considering uh, as well. It's just been a little bit, <laughs> those suspensions, they're getting handed out pretty readily. We've seen Merritt, who's been a perennial, you know, really good Brownlow um, polar uh, in, over years, you know, sitting this one out, you know, so... Um, Adams as well, you know, he's been a good, good polar. Not that I'm saying he was going to win the Brownlow, but um, yeah, we've seen some significant players already fall, fall victim to the, to the tackling uh, issue already. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a good shout. It's definitely, um, it's definitely a much higher risk than it has been in the past. Yeah. Um, but he said, that, you know, maybe there's some value that you can pick off the other way, you know, like, and look at the guys that, you know, don't, don't really get their hands dirty too much and, and go, well, okay, there's, there's might be all of a sudden someone who's sitting down a bit lower, you know, comes into higher calculation, perhaps. I don't know. I don't know if that's an angle or not. Um, anything else there, stats, man? Don't, I don't think so. Um, I was looking at saints for the top four last week at $3. I had that value in my, in my Sims. I haven't actually, uh, it's into two ten, So, uh, I wouldn't be playing into that at two ten now. Um, yeah, probably probably nothing else then at this stage for me. Yeah, okay. All right, boys. Well, we've rattled on a fair bit uh, this evening, but uh, hopefully the listeners uh, have enjoyed the chat. I've enjoyed chatting to you boys, that's for sure. Uh, Statsman, thank you so much for your insight. Modler, as always, and Statsman, you're you know you're a bit of week in week out, but when you're with us, we'd love to get you to sign us off. I know it's uh, it's been great to be here once again. Um, even better without the Pope. So just remember this week to gamble responsibly, but most importantly, gamble to win. <laughs>